the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, I think it's Monday, although it doesn't feel like Monday, only because, I don't know, I've been up for a long time, um, because I was on with Rosanna this morning on Fox 5, you know, Trump, 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 wow, just to let you know how, like, wrong I can be on things, um, I believe it was either June or July, whenever Donald Trump announced his presidency, that he was running for president. I guess that was in 2015. Um, I think I was on Outnumbered. And I said on Outnumbered, the Fox the Fox uh, FNC, Fox News Channel show, I was like, oh, please, you know, he does this. He always talks about running for president. We won't even hear about him in a week or two. And then shortly thereafter, when he said that John McCain, uh, I don't consider him a war hero because he got caught. I said, oh, on TV. I was on national Fox TV with millions of people watching. I was like, well, that's it. That's the end of him. Like, you can't call John McCain, who's a national icon. You can't rag on him. Boy, was I wrong. And here we are all these years later, almost a decade, eight years. And all we're talking about is Donald Trump. Um, But this time, I'm definitely in his corner. Uh, from what I know so far, and if his name was Donald Trump or or Bill Clinton or Barack Obama or George W. Bush, and th- with the same circumstances, I would feel the same way. The um, I live in this world, so no offense to any of my other radio commentators out there. But as far as I know, there's no one out there talking on the radio right now, today, anytime today, who is in and out of 100 Center Street on a regular basis, who's been working at 100 Center Street, which is the courthouse where this is all taking place, where the grand jury is, etc. Since uh, I walked in there as an intern in the summer of 1990, when I met my partner, John Esposito, I actually walked into that building when I think I was six years old. And my father introduced me to the district attorney. The name was Frank Hogan. Um, So I speak to you from a little bit of a different level of knowledge just because this is what I do. Like, this is what I do day in and day out. Like, I know a lot about cars. 
But you know, I'm not a car salesman. I mean, I, we're going to have Lauren Fix on the show, and she, you know, she knows that that's her job. But I know about this exact area of law. This is what I do, and the the, the way that they're going after Donald Trump that I, we can only know from the leaks. Although I do know a couple of these people, let's be honest. I know all of these people. I know Joe Tacopine. I went to high school with him. He's been on the show. I knew Susan Necklace. We've done cases together. She, I consider her a great colleague, a great friend, uh, a great lawyer, if I left that part out. Um, I know all the big shot uh, people in the district attorney's office. Um, I'm probably going to have Dennis Quirk on the show. He's the head of the court officers union because if Donald Trump has to stroll into that courthouse to be arraigned, the great court officers of New York City, they'll definitely be taxed. I know almost all of the media people who are covering this um, and very few people uh, are jumping up and down that this is a great thing. Although I read this editorial that came out yesterday in the Daily News, and to show you how skewed they are, and I wonder if if my dad read it, because it's the editorial, and I should have it right in front of me, but they're saying what a good thing it is that Trump is being indicted. And they said, well, but you know, 12% of the electors in Manhattan voted for him. I guess that means 88 voted against him. So there's a chance that there will be someone on his jury in his favor. And then this is what the Daily News writes. The editorial board in the Daily News, their last sentence, and it only takes one juror to acquit. Okay, that's just so wrong, and it's so elementary. Anyone would know it doesn't take one juror to acquit. It takes one juror to get a hung jury to have a mistrial. But either way, you have to have a unanimous jury. Either 12 people agree that the, your, the case has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt and you're guilty, or 12 people have to agree, agree that your case has not been proven beyond a reasonable doubt and you're found not guilty. But they write, all it takes is one to acquit. And it just shows you how, what do they call that, Trump phobia? What, what do they call it, Trump? Yeah. It's not phobia. It's not Trump phobia. It's... It, Anthony Weiner uses the, the the word very well. Anthony Weiner threw me a nice bouquet on his show on Saturday, referring to like a high power lawyer in demand, and he you threw my name out there. So, <clears throat> thank you, Anthony. No, Trumpphobia means you're afraid. It's it's when you get so crazed with Trump's name, you hear his his name, and and you get crazy. Not that you not that you fear him. I'll come up with a name. Hopefully, my friend. Hopefully, my friend. Trump right, derangement. First, thank you. Trump derangement. Yeah, Jones like, yeah, Trump phobia. No, Joan. Okay. But it's it's Trump derangement. It's Trump derangement syndrome. It's when people hear his name and they just get so crazed. Um and look, I'm not gonna get into his thank you very much. Frank from Staten Island did just check in. Um I'm not gonna get into his presidency. And again, if if this we were talking about Bill Clinton, who's probably as in certain ways, well, maybe that's a bad example. Let's go with Barack Obama. Since with Bill Clinton, you got Moniker, and with with uh, Trump, you got Stormy. But you're you're Alvin Bragg. You're a rookie DA. You've never been an assistant district attorney, let alone a, 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 you know a senior assistant district attorney, let alone a bureau chief. 
you've never held a real powerful office before. You know, Morgenthau was the United States Attorney of the Southern District, which ostensibly is a bigger job than being the District Attorney of Manhattan. In other words, if you're offered two jobs, you want to be the Manhattan DA or the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District. You know, I'm a state court guy, but the U.S. Attorney of the Southern District is a much more prestigious position. That's what Rudy Giuliani was. So Morgenthau was the U.S. Attorney, and then he became the Manhattan District Attorney. Alvin Bragg does not have those credentials, and I'm not ragging on the guy. I'm not, like, saying everyone I know who knows him say he's the nicest guy and he's really, really smart. Everyone like stresses that. He's really, really smart. But you know, I know so many people who are really, really smart, but they're missing that little element of common sense. And you know, uh, uh, John Katsimatidis is, you know, that's his favorite line. Common sense, common sense, common sense. And when Michael Cohen goes in front of a federal court and admits to what seems like everything that's going on right now in the Manhattan Grand Jury. When he does that in 2018, you have the Southern District of New York looking at it. You have the Eastern District of New York looking at that. You have the United States Justice Department looking at that. And nobody in the federal the federal side of the ledger decided to pursue charges against Donald Trump. Then you have Cyrus Vance, who he was there for 12 years experienced guy. He didn't start opening up the investigation to Trump his his rookie season. He was in there, what, four, eight, nine, maybe ten years. And then he starts looking at it. He, you know, he had already gone through the ups and downs, you know. Let me pat myself on the back. His first big defeat, his first big trial was the Billy Rapetti Crane case when we got a full acquittal. That was his first major press case when Cy Vance came into office. He came in that January. We got the verdict that July. But he, he, he had made a name for himself. He had some stature. But he didn't bring charges. He left office, and he didn't bring charges. Then Alvin Bragg comes in, and ostensibly, he doesn't bring charges because Mark Pomerantz, who was in private practice, who came into in a big firm making a lot of money, who came into the DA's office, to work with a guy named, um, I had his name, Carrie, 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 oof, I'll get to his name. But they were the team who was led the Trump investigation, and then presumably Bragg said, we're not going to go forward with that, and they both resign. And Pomerantz goes and writes a book about all the reasons why Trump, Carrie Dunn, thank you, all the reasons why um, Trump is guilty. And he's on this media tour. And now out of nowhere, Bragg says, okay, we are going to charge him. And, you know, John Esposito, who's a veteran of that office, my partner, he said to me today, well, if he charges Trump, he'll guarantee his reelection in the island of Manhattan. And I said, well, I hope that's not the reason why he's charging him with what is basically a misdemeanor, a low, the lowest level crime. It's, he could get a desk appearance ticket, which means you, he doesn't even have to come into court. So it's a little ridiculous that a rookie DA is going to go after not only a former president of the United States, but someone who's currently running as president of the United States on something this petty. So, And there's, there's an argument to be made that Trump is actually the victim here of blackmail by Stormy Daniels. And let's not forget where Stormy Daniels' lawyer is, Michael Avenatti. He's in prison. We got a great show coming up. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. 
I thought learning a language would be too much work, but Babbel makes learning fun. J'aime Babel. Babbel's lessons only take 10 or 15 minutes, and soon you turn and realize, hey, I'm starting to speak another language. How'd that happen? Babbel isn't robots talking. You learn words and phrases from real native speakers. I was ready for real-life conversations in just a few weeks. So easy. Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. So let's talk about our friends at Connors and Sullivan. If, God forbid, your significant other is in a hospital or in a rehab center, those charges can add up exponentially overnight. It could absolutely bankrupt you. Is that something that... That causes you fear? Do you wake up in the middle of the night thinking of that? Well, don't panic. Don't wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it. Just call our friends at Connors & Sullivan. These attorneys know their stuff because they've been doing it for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like us. They will tell you exactly what you're eligible for, what you're not. There's all these programs, Medicaid, all kinds of government programs that can help you pay for these types of health care problems. Call Connors & Sullivan. They will give you a free initial consultation with a lawyer. At 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. Never too late. It's only too late when you're in the box. So before you hit the box or hit the boards, you want to call Connors and Sullivan. The time to act is now. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. And after you talk to them, you'll be so happy that you did. Eye on Real Estate, New York's longest-running show on real estate, answers everyone's questions. From California to across the Atlantic in London. It's actually Gateshead, a little bit away from London. I've been a huge fan of yours for many a year. Dottie Herman and her expert team will help you through the ins and outs of property ownership. We have great listeners, a great audience, and a great team of professionals. Call 866-970-9622 with your question, Saturday morning at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Yo, what do you got here, Sam I figured it'd be a good song to talk about our next topic. All right, all right. Before we get to our next topic, well, what song is this, Sam Bellino? This is You Don't Love Me by Don Penn. Ah, uh, very nice. All right, before we get to our next guest, I just want Joan to fact-checked me real quick. Go ahead, Joan. So the Daily News editorial published at 4 a.m., Trump will claim it is all politics and politics may help him. In 2020, Trump won 85,185 Manhattan votes, 12% of the total. So there's a good chance that there will be at least one Trump voter on the jury, and it only takes one to acquit. So you were correct. So do me a favor. Hand that microphone to the guy next to you. Mr. David Schwartz is here. Schwartz, can you believe, all kidding aside, can, yeah, can, yeah, you, yeah. Believe, can you believe that uh, the editorial board of the Daily News, I'm, look, I know you and I are lawyers and we take things for granted. But don't you think someone on the editorial board would know that it doesn't take one person to acquit? It's a hung jury. It's a hung jury. So it'll be tried over and over and over again. And what's it going to be tried for? A misdemeanor over and over and over again? So I know you have a lot of horses in this race, so I don't want to. Yeah, I can't really talk about it too much considering the fact I've represented two of the people in this case. Yeah, only President Trump and only Michael Cohen. And and when he was in private practice, you know, so I, I won't comment on him. 
and I won't comment on Michael well, Cohen. I, I, can, I can tell you. I think that. it's unfortunate. The whole thing is unfortunate. It's, it's more than cause unfortunate. Civil unre- it's going to cause civil unrest in this country over what? A misdemeanor? It's so crazy. I, I can't even tell you, but whatever. But, and but, I remember you representing President Trump. I remember him. I hope you're not going to get mad at me. No. But I remember him talking to you about whether he should run for president in the he United did. States. He did. He did. No, I was actually president. I, I feel sort of responsible for that. I never really took it seriously. But look. He, and it was not a brief he, conversation. He, we consulted many, many times before he announced. And, and of course, I ran. I did the entire escalator ride into history. That was my event. That I was am, my entire event. Believe me, I was so, very happy for you. And I'm very proud of the job that we did on that event. Well, I, no, I, was, I was asked to run an event, and I ran an event. No one's going to forget think, it. You know what, Artie? Forget this Trump stuff. Wait, wait, hold on. I, and, and you represented Michael Cohen. I, well, yeah. Michael when he Cohen, first got jammed up. I, I mean, you I, were on every news outlet on the planet. I, I've represented Michael on 10 cases, in, you know, on 10 other cases. So that I ended up representing him there as well. And, um, boy, did I, I didn't understand the you-know-what storm I stepped into. Yeah, some of those legal battles were pretty – I mean, media battles were pretty tough. Forget about this Trump stuff. I got some breaking news. Sambolino, put on the break. I got to do this focaccia little phone for breaking news. Come on, give me some good breaking news. He got it. News. He got it. He got it. He got it. All right, I got breaking news. Live from the studios, the AM 97 studios, the news is in. The news, and out of millions, Joan, millions of attorneys, no, millions of attorneys in this country. Are there millions? I'm sorry, millions. Millions. Millions of attorneys. The man, the myth, the legend, your host of AM 970, the author Idala Power Hour, out of the millions. What do you think this man was ranked in city and state? Do you have any guess? Definitely. I mean, the top if he was the top, 50. by the way, if, out of millions, if he was the top 100,000, that would be an honor, right? That would be an honor, right? But instead, out of the millions of attorneys in this country, ladies and gentlemen, your host of the Idola Power Hour is ranked number 26 out of the millions. Out of, it's 1.3 million. Okay, 1.3. 1.3 million. Okay, out of 1.3 million attorneys, you have been just ranked by city and state number 26. I and, I, and I don't think there's anyone more deserving of this honor, of this ranking, than you. You deserve it. You have fought the good fight your entire career. You have represented some um, um, unbelievable defendants where you were faced against tremendous, tremendous odds. You have never backed down from the fight. And that's I'm not why paying him for you this, are guys. number 26 on this list. Because you fight the f- good fight, you kick ass, and you are not scared. You well, have it, my thank friend. You. Thank and you, you deserve wow. it. Okay. Number thank 26. You, Go ahead. So all, this, this is all I'm going to say about that is, yes, uh, I was having lunch today with Father Anthony Sorgi, my cousin, and all of a sudden my phone starts coming up. You were the second person to text me, David Schwartz. Congratulations, congratulations. And City and State is a, a magazine that comes out, and they, they kind of lifted from U.S. News and World Reports, you know, all the rankings. So they do the top 100 polit- politis- politics politicians, the top 100 people in education, basically city and state oriented. So they came out and I'm like, what, why am I'm on this list? And so I open it while I'm having lunch. I said, Father Sorge, give me a second. Let me take a look here. 
And I, I like I didn't want. I'm not gonna lie. Like I didn't want to be number 99 out of 100. But I looked, and boy, I was number 26. And you know, I'm I literally I'm truly humbled by the people who are on that list. We've had some of them on this show. Yeah. Your yeah. friend Ben Braffman is on this list. Yeah. Can I just quickly, because I know we have a guest coming. David, I'm so grateful you were on with yeah. us because your, your conglomeration with Arthur is, this makes me so happy. The two of you together, it was always meant to be. Always meant to Gotham be. and ABK. And I just want to read very quickly, because I'll talk fast, the blurb that was written about Arthur. As a senior trial attorney in the Brooklyn District Attorney's Office, Arthur Idala prosecuted his fair share of criminal cases. But for years, he's been on the other side of the fence as a criminal defense lawyer at Idala Bertuna and Kamen's PC. He's known for his debonair style, that's true, whether as a commentator on Fox News or on his AM 970 radio show or at a press conference for some big name clients described by the New York Times as the nice guy lawyer for America's tabloid villains. Very true. He has defended Harvey Weinstein, Rudy Giuliani and Ghislaine Maxwell. His firm recently teamed up with Gotham Government Relations. So we we, I know we're taking away from our guest at the moment, but this is truly an honor. By the way, and the we first to 15 tell. people on the, this list were all government officials. That's so true. You could knock them out. We've so got, you know, we've 11. got DAs. Congratulations, we've got my friend. James. I gotta go catch a train. Thank Get you for coming guest. in. I wanted to surprise the audience. <laughs> I love you guys. Take care. You are the best. I think okay. you're almost as loud as me. It's out of control in here. I've lost control. Sam Bellino, I've lost there. control of the studio. I'm sorry, Mike. Ken Jewell is standing by. I know, I know, I know. Okay. So... Thank you, everyone. Thank you for that big cheerleading uh, extravaganza here. Um, I actually have another lawyer on the line. Um, and, Ken, we're going to give you some extra time here, by, granted by Mr. Sambolino. Ken Jewell is a Midtown Manhattan-based matrimonial and family law attorney who's been practicing divorce law for over 20 years. He handles cases in basically the five boroughs, including Long Island and Westchester. And in addition to handling straightforward and complex divorces, Ken also handles prenuptial agreements for couples looking to wed, postnuptial agreements for those looking to remain married, and cohabitation agreements for those couples who choose not to get married. So, Ken, we we asked you to come on the show because it's the one area of law at Idala Bertuna and Cammons that I really don't like. I, I don't encourage to come into the office. We handle a lot of different <laughs> kinds of law, but it's um, it is so emotionally draining to have people sitting in front of you. Who, or at least one person sitting in front of you, who like on at one point in their life was so in love, head over heels in love with the other person, and now they're sitting there asking you like how they could get out of this, and sometimes they want to be vindictive. So, Ken Jewell, tell us a little bit about life as a as a divorce attorney here, right in the heart of New York City. Well, it's, it's, oh. you know, in the criminal law you get to see your client at his or her best. And in the matrimonial form, you get to see your client at his or her worst. Um, it's a very interesting practice, one that I enjoy very much. Um, you know, and it's interesting to me how divorce can be a very, very straightforward and quick and easy kind of resolution. Um, but on the other side, when people get emotionally involved and they're hurt and there's pain and what have you, these cases can go on and drag on for years and years and years. 
ad infinitum. And and what's so interesting is that the law is like pretty clear, except for example in custody cases because they're so fact intensive. But in every other aspect, there's some kind of formula, or the law is pretty clear in terms of how assets will be divided and why people go to the great lengths that they do uh, and keep assets from one another is you know a mystery because eventually we all find out. Um, subpoenas are great tools. You know, non-parties are very you know quick to respond to subpoenas and if they need to be deposed. So it's just a very you know. So is the, let me ask you something. We're talking to Ken Jewell, a, a, a renowned um, divorce attorney here in the city of New York. Why is it that the system is so that it takes so long? Is it just that there aren't enough judges? Are the, is the motion practice too intense? Um, is there? You tell me. It's under. It's there are not enough judges. Clearly, uh, the pandemic took the system, the overall court system, and I have to say, I congratulate court employees because they work so hard and judges who work so hard. Many of them, I, I'm getting emails and decisions on Saturdays and Sundays that they're working. Um, they're underfunded. There are not enough of them. Um, I'm just reading now in the Law Journal today that the st- state Senate wants to, instead of adding funding, uh, they want to uh, you know, put down regulations that uh, effectively supervise judges in terms of whether or not they're showing up to uh, bail hearing, uh, not, uh, bail classes, um, and uh, you know their performance reviews and that kind of thing, which is really an overreach. Um, they're very hardworking people, but they're just overwhelmed. The pandemic, you lock people who've been staying late at night, having affairs, doing things to avoid one another. You lock them up in an apartment or a house. Uh, for six weeks, and you know you're going to have domestic violence go up by thirty percent. Uh, you're going to have people, um, you know, realize that that's not what they want. And after that first wave of cases, there were the people who now lived together for two years and were at home, and now realize that they were no longer as compatible as they thought they once were. Um, so, can I? It's, it's funny you brought that up. Um, I, I, I'd like to dr- address with you, you know, gay marriage is a big thing, obviously, now it's always a normal thing or a regular thing. Are there any differences in the law regarding same-sex couples versus no. couples with different no. genders? No, not at all. We, we, when New York State passed gay marriage, what they did is that they created what they call the Marriage Equality Act. Um, and the Marriage Equality Act treats gay people as the same as straight people. Uh, if you're married, you're going to get the same kind of treatment in the court system. But what about uh, what about custody? Where, you know, the things. Let's face it, Ken. We we can say whatever the law wants, but typically, uh, even though there may be joint custody, um, primary custody typically goes to the mother. Well, it, that's. True and not true. It's really a best interest of the child analysis where unless there's something going on, such as alcoholism or drug abuse, um, whoever had the kid the most during the marriage is going to end up with the kid, um, you know, post-divorce. The court system is incredible in trying to get people to work things out amongst themselves, including custody, because custody becomes one great big mess. Um, if you can't resolve it, there's going to be an attorney for the child appointed. Uh, the attorney for the child is essentially a lawyer for the children, um, and they're going to and they have an obligation to speak what the children want in terms of uh, how they want custody and parenting time to be arranged. If you have, you know, if your kid is 16, 17, it's traumatic. But imagine doing that to a seven or an eight year old um, who is essentially being asked to choose between the parents. And it's really incumbent upon the parents to sort of figure out 
how is it that they're going to work this out? Because we're not taking away a parent's right to see their child. It's just not in the books. Um, so it's trying to figure out a way that creates a, a custodial environment that's in the best interest of the child. And when I say the best interest of the child, I'm not talking about what the parents think best. I'm talking about standing in the shoes of the kid and, and thinking, you know, what does that kid think would be in his or her best interest, you know, as an outsider looking at it and, and trying to come up with something that works. And if you can't get an attorney for the child uh, to help resolve custody issues, then they're going to have a forensic who basically is a psychologist, a social worker, or a psychiatrist who then interviews everybody, including the kids, uh, you know, maybe the principal, maybe the teacher, people who are close to the family, in order to you know write a report that talks about you know who's the better parent, what are the flaws of one parent against the flaws of another parent, and then the court has to decide. Um, and it's amazing how many people, especially with the wealth and education in the city, can't figure out how to reconcile a custodial arrangement all because there's emotional heart or emotional hurt, I'm sorry, emotional harm or hurt that's unresolved. And they well, use the kids. I'm sorry, Ken, I, I, we have two minutes left. I just want to ask you, what role has, has mediation been playing uh, lately in these, divor- in these divorce and separation proceedings? I ask mediation wherever I possibly can. Uh, the problem is, is you need both parties to consent to it, but uh, the court actually isn't stepping up to the plate in terms of trying to get cases uh, sent over to mediation. I believe there are two parts downtown in Manhattan that are specifically designated for the judge to send the case to mediation if he or she believes that that's the correct course of action. Um, so they're really, you know, mediation can be a very, very effective settlement. In fact, this afternoon, um, I've been preparing an argument about why a particular case that I'm appearing on tomorrow is my uh, the other side is not willing to agree to mediation. Uh, and it's really just to keep the ball going. Uh, so, mediation would be a very, very helpful tool. I don't know, Ken, if you believe in God. I don't know if you believe in, in coincidence. But as I'm on the phone with you uh, right now mm-hmm. on the radio with you, my phone just comes up from someone just saying, a lawyer saying, Idala. A friend of mine is looking for a killer divorce attorney, not for her. We got any young guns that we can recommend? And I'm typing in right now, www.kenjewel-law.com. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Well, Ken, www.kenjewel-law.com. All right. So I just gave your name out because someone just asked me. And uh, you know what? You deserve it. Ken Jewell, thanks for some information on a topic that I, you know, you and I are the type of attorneys people don't ever want to go to, right? Um, You know, it's kind of like, whatever, like the proctologist. (laughs) All right, Ken, thanks for jumping on the airways with us. Okay, thanks. Be well. Have a good night. All right, we're going to come back. we got to get a little bit of Lauren Fix. we got to do a little bit of St. Joseph's Day. And I don't know, we'll have a little bit of fun in the last part of the show.
If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Let's talk about our friends at Plaza College. You know, I always talk about court reporting, court reporting, court reporting, and they do have that great court reporting school, but Plaza College has been around since 1916, and in addition to the School of Court Reporting, they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The Accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. What a learning experience. If you want additional information regarding the programs I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website, at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Hi, this is Judge Kamins, a partner at Idala Bertuna and Kamins, and where author Idala of the author Idala Power Hour works at his 24-7 day job. In 2014, I retired from the bench to join ABK, which is a full-service, preeminent boutique firm that has been helping New Yorkers when legal problems arise. ABK is uniquely qualified to assist New Yorkers who have a wide range of legal problems, from personal injury claims and civil litigation to criminal defense and trusts and estates. I personally work on appellate matters, attorney disciplinary matters, and complex legal issues with a dedicated group of attorneys who provide a team approach to each case. There is no legal problem too big or small for this talented and hardworking legal team. So when you think of the Idala Power Hour, also keep in mind ABK, the power legal firm. Okay, so let's talk about my bald head. Joan smiles. She cracks up. Well, you know, I don't have a blow dryer. I don't have a brush. I don't have a comb. I basically have shaving cream and a razor. Usually I use the regular razor, but sometimes I go with the electric. Arthur likes to do the whole electric razor thing. He goes, Daddy, get down, and he, he shaves my head with the electric razor. But that's not the important part. The important part is what I do thereafter. Either after, right after I get out of the shower, or depending. It's like a different day I do things differently. But one thing I always do as I reach in this beautiful brown wooden box to my hemp leaf products. 
And I choose. Sometimes I'm going vanilla. Sometimes I'm going orange. And then there's one that's peppermint. Peppermint, you know, you got to be ready for it because it's going to give you a little, woo, good morning. And it's basically a shea butter. And I, you could use it everywhere on your body. And especially this time of the year, right? Today's first day of spring. It's still freezing out. And your skin kind of gets dried up. So I put that stuff on my head, on my face, on my neck, the back of my neck. And it's really, it, it lasts all day long. And before I do that, when I'm in the shower, I use their black liquid soap. I put that on the loofah, soap me all up. All of these natural products are manufactured in Long Island, New York, and they are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. For those of you who work out a lot, they have Icy Pot, which is something you put, it's a muscle rub. It makes you feel, your muscles feel better after you do your workout. And for you ladies that are strolling around in those high heels and those heels are killing you, there's nowhere else where you can get the Heel Ixer. Yep, you just these little packets, you open them up, you put them on your heels, and boom, instant relief. Remember, they don't put anything, they won't let you put anything on your body that you would not put in it. So visit www.hempleaf, that's H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F dot com. www.hempleaf, H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F dot com. Mention the name Arthur or Arturo or Art or Artie, whatever else you want to say, at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. So, I believe we're going to Spain right now to talk to the one and only, our favorite car coach, Lauren Fix. Are you in Spain, Lauren? I am. I am outside of Barcelona on my way through the great Pyrenees Mountains. I'm actually saying it's some, I don't know, some place in one of the mountains. Uh, here with Jaguar to celebrate the final F-type Jaguar, ending of an era of the sexy V8-powered coupe and convertible after 75 years of history. It makes enough to make me cry. So we are driving the 75 edition that no one has yet in the U.S., and we're driving the 575 horsepower and the 450 horsepower motors, and I'm very excited because I'm going to be doing a review of both as well as the history of Jaguar which includes everything back to the XK120, the E-Type, which is iconic and famous. Like, you think of E-Type, like, oh. So, Lauren, I have been, I have put the E-Type now into my, my search engines that I look at all the time. And, you know, I just, I just know what it's like to, to, I mean, they're gorgeous. And if you Google, like, Mm. most beautiful convertibles of all time, they're almost always (laughs) in the top one or two. But I just know that they are a upkeep. I mean, it's like buying a dog, basically. Like you know, you got you got to know, you got to feed it, groom it, clean it, take it to the vet, the whole nine yards. That's true um, with any car, though. That's true with any car. You can't just park it and leave it. No, but uh, listen, my four-cylinder Alfa Romeo Spider 
is I, I could work on that car. Have you seen? I, I'm, of course you have. I apologize. The I have a, a an '88 <laughs> XJS V12, which I 5.3, yeah, which I believe nice. is a very similar engine to the 1973. Whatever. The, what was the last E Type? 73 or 75? Somewhere in there. Uh, it'd be 19. Well, actually, 2014 was the first F Type. There was an XJ in between. Um, so but where the, was the last E Type? In the 70s. Well, you know, 70s, like 78, I believe. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just, it's, uh, but I, I, listen, I love it. I, for a little while, I had um, the four-door sedan with the V engine in it. Mm-hmm. What's their high, that's not their highest engine? Well, now it's a V8, now it's a V8 with superchargers on it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yes, and that's by the way, don't forget that Enzo Ferrari said that the E-Type was the most beautiful car yep. ever designed and built. From Enzo Ferrari. So, Listen, I mean, that's a big statement. Lauren, when I have your kind of money, then maybe I could delve into that, you know, that area of 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 maintenance on a vehicle. So tell me about, tell me what Spain is like at one thirty-five in the morning. Well, yeah, I, I'm actually, I'm the only one probably up in the whole building other than the people that run this little boutique place. Um, it is beautiful. The roads are spectacular. So uh, we are in the midst of driving across from the Mediterranean, Barcelona, where we started yesterday, uh, all the way across today. We're going through the Great Pyrenees Mountains. We stopped at the top, one of the highest points, tons of ski areas that are closed now. And we're working our way down to the Atlantic. Uh, we will come down to uh, I'm to the name of the city because I'll be flying out of there on Wednesday. But uh, I'll tell you just one second because my brain is not. That's not okay. And, but I'll be flying. So are you driving of, these Jaguars? Uh, yeah, we're, we're driving both Jaguars. I mean, this is great. This is, uh, <clears throat> sorry, trying to, uh, it is Bilboa is where we're going to. So if okay. you've never been to Spain in your entire life, this needs to be on your bucket list. The country is spectacular. The roads are in amazing condition. If you ever watch Top Gear, the TV yep. show on BBC, yep. mm-hmm. this is the roads they use. These roads are phenomenal. Switchback roads. Places to pass, thank goodness, because always, there's always locals that are driving way below the speed limit, you know, with, you know, granny you, grips on the steering wheel. So well, we've I, I been hammering you, it. You said you're driving, you're driving two vehicles with um, different, right. um, two, with different uh, horsepower. One's 400 oh, okay. something, right. one's 500 something. Is, when you have that much so horsepower. 575 and 450. Mm-hmm. When you have that much horsepower, is there a noticeable difference? Oh, Yeah. Absolutely. Between 450 horsepower and 575, absolutely. So besides the fact that there's 125 more horsepower, they're both V8 engines. They're both supercharged. The difference is one is detuned and the other one up to. Now, you can buy these cars in rear-wheel drive, which they should be in, or all-wheel drive. And you're talking about zero to 60 times at 3.5 seconds. So why everyone's like, oh, well, I can go buy a Tesla. Listen, there's no personality in these electric cars. You drive a car like you drive. Arthur, like I drive. Lauren, do you know how many texts and emails? Experience. Do you know how many texts and emails I get about you? About you, Lauren Fix I being anti anti electric car. They're like, can you find a guest who's any more anti electric car than Lauren Fix? I go, look, I'm in the same boat that she there is. There are there are people worse than me. <laughs> well, I mean, I, one of my neighbors just got the Ford F one fifty Lightning, and and he mm-hmm. you know he loves the thing. I have one more question before you go Good. back to Spain, Lauren. How come? And you may not know the answer to this, but I just got the Consumer Reports 
uh, automobile edition. Mm -hmm. And if you take this Consumer Mm -hmm. Reports automobile edition and you juxtapose it against car and driver, motor trend, and road and track, it's like they're driving different cars. Yep. Absolutely. I have never, and I have friends that work at Consumer Reports, but they have never, they do great stuff for kitchen appliances and everything. When it comes to cars, I do not agree with their opinions. I never have. The people at Car and Driver, Road and Track, Automobile, Motor Trend, myself, and all the people that are here. There's only 10 journalists invited from the U.S. Uh, we're the cream of the crop, and I will tell you, we do not agree with Consumer Reports. I'm sorry, they're great for daily drivers. I'm with you. I'm with you. Sense. That, uh, they, they don't, God, they don't look at cars the way we do. They said Tesla was the best car out there. Really? Have you owned one? The, the build quality is horrendous. And now suddenly they've changed their mind on that, and they've given it a very horrible rating. We don't operate that way. I compare every car fairly. I've reviewed electric cars, and I re- treat them equal to if you were buying a gasoline-powered car or diesel or whatever. Because when you're looking at that car, whatever it might be, you, you need a fair assessment. And I've always been very fair with the cars, whether it be a Honda Pilot or it's a Nissan Leaf. Because there you go, Lauren Fix. She is the fair car guys. coach. She's the fair car coach. Yes. See, Bitter, she is the fair car coach. All right, thank you, Lauren well, Fix. Enjoy Spain. Court, right? Go, go <laughs> have some good, go so have some good paella for us. Oh, that's tomorrow night. <laughs> okay, good. Thanks for joining us, Lauren. I appreciate the effort you made being out in Spain. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, thanks, Arthur. Take care. All right, don't go away. We got to. We're coming back with one quick Joseph to wish a happy St. Joseph's Day. We'll be right back. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a memorable travel opportunity that will be a highlight of your life. Mike Gallagher and I are headed again back to Israel in October for the Stand with Israel Tour. Join us along with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. We'll visit key sites in the Holy Land, thoughtfully designed to give you unprecedented access to a region you may have only read about. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details. We'll uncover important geopolitical sites and show you Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll set foot on the ancient streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, pray at the Western Wall, and much more. We'll have guides specifically for our group, lavish accommodations, and I will even broadcast my show from Israel. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Come with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Register today. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or just go to StandWithIsraelTour.com, StandWithIsraelTour.com. Italy, Italy, Italy. I mean, I know Lauren Fix talked about Spain and how great Spain is, but it's all about Italy. Now, have you, I mean, I call Spain Italy light. Like, everything in Spain is great, but it's not as good as Italy. Of course, that's a little bit of a prejudiced position, but I am prejudiced. I love Italy. That's it. You know who else loves Italy? John Esposito. That's why John Esposito is joining me in Italy this May to uh, go hang out, and we're going to go see Bruce Springsteen, and we're going to have some fun. Um, John Esposito, the famous father of the famous Sofia Esposito, just in case you didn't know who I was talking about. Um, and what'd you say? And another John. Oh, yes. And okay. Okay. We weren't going to get into the sun. The sun's not here. The daughter's here. But you know who's going to Italy? Joe Piscopo's going to Italy. And he's not just going to stroll through Italy. He is going with Steve Perillo to set up an unbelievable tour for our AM 970 family. Rome, Catania, Taromina, Savoca, Forza de Agro, Mount Etna, and Palermo. The best. The best of Rome and Sicily for nine nights. What a trip. Food, wine, Mount Etna, 
going to the towns where the Godfather was shot. It is a trip you'll remember for the rest of your life. And when you're in Rome, Piscopo puts on this unbelievable show. Happy St. Joseph's Day, Joe Joe Piscopo. How are you going to book this tour for October 18th to 28th? You're going to call Perillo Tours, 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515. Remember, a Perillo Tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. That's 1-800-431-1515. Secure your reservation because they're only selling a certain amount of seats. Go online to PerilloTours.com or call 1-800-431-1515. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Giuseppe, are you there, Giuseppe? Oh, I'm here, and I can't wait to take that Perillo tour. I know, Chief. I'm going to have to call and book it. Giuseppe Benincasa, he's the president and CEO of Entertainment Community Fund, but I really brought Joe on as a real Italian-American to talk about St. Joseph's Day as a person named Joe, what it is, and why do we celebrate it? Oh, it's such an important day in, in my, my family's life. You know, my mother's from, was born in Messina, Sicily, and in Sicily there's a tradition to celebrate, of course, St. Joseph. You know, and there's a lot of uh, work around, a lot of charitable work around helping those people who are in need. So uh, when every when I was growing up, my nonna and my whole family, we would always do something to help those in need, contributions, food drives, visiting shelters or whatever. So St. Joseph's Day is an important day in my life. It's a wonderful, uh, it's a wonderful day to celebrate, a great tradition to celebrate. Well, in Italy, when it's uh, uh, your Saint's Day, it is, and it's, it's like your name day. It's like almost like a, a mini birthday. Um, and... So I had lunch today with Father Anthony Sorgi, my cousin, and I said, Anthony, you know, I listened to your homily, and you know, you, yesterday, and you didn't mention anything about it being St. Joseph's Day, March 19th. And he's like, well, today is St. Joseph's Day. I go, no, it's not. Today's my grandfather, Artie Idala's birthday, if he was with us. I was like, but the, the St. Joseph's Day is always the 19th. He goes, not when it falls on a Sunday. When it falls on a oh. Sunday, you move it. You slide it over a day. So today is technically the day we're celebrating St. Joseph's Day. Today is the day you're supposed to have the Sphingy and the Zeppeli. And the rum well, I had Zeppeli. I had Zeppeli already. I don't uh, think it's rum bobka. We always got rum bobka okay, from my grandma, Joe, Josephine. Okay, but Joni, that may be a Pelzer. That's a real <laughs> Sicilian name. Muratori. Okay, family tradition. But there's no rum bobka. Like if the signs on, on 18th Avenue and on 13th no, Avenue. and little one. Yeah, but they, no, you know. It's Sphingy. My father's probably screaming at the radio right now. There is I'm no. Your father. There's right, Joe. I mean, Joe, could you correct it? You ever hear about rum babka on Saint Joseph's Day? That I have not heard about. Thank you, I Joe. Not oh, I, okay. There's no rum babka. And by the way, do you know the difference between the Sphingy and the Zeppeli? Uh, you know, I don't. Oh come on! Yep. The, the Zeppeli. I, I I mean, the Zeppeli has the custard cream. The Sphingy has the cannoli cream. I mean, these are like you know, these are ground ball questions. Well, Joe, I just wanted to I just wanted to have you on to uh, wish you a happy St. Joseph's Day. Thank you for all you do for the community, and uh, call back in next time, and we'll we'll get more into depth of uh, what's going on in your life. Okay. Uh, terrific. Thank you for including me in the celebration today. Oh, okay. you're a great Italian American. Thanks, Joe Benincasa. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of who's in the casa, is Alex uh, Garrett in the in the casa? I am in the casa. Happy St. Joseph's All right, Day Alex, there, we got a couple of seconds left. Let's talk sports real quick. What happened with the uh, NCAA uh, March Madness? Well, if you're in the Garden State right now, how cool is it that you have two upset winners here? We got Princeton going to the Sweet 16, but FDU on Friday night. They didn't win last night, but they upset Purdue on Friday night. Yes. And uh, how cool is that? Federally Dickinson University. Knights upsetting number one. Yeah, we would want to see him to go to the Sweet 16, but that's a great story in and of itself, is it not? Yep. No, that was – and they – you know, the NCAA is all about the uh, um, the the Cinderella's, and there was a lot of Cinderella's, right? Oh, yeah. Well, we had Arkansas take down Kansas. We just had a lot. Now, one thing, you mentioned ground ball questions. Uh, World Baseball Classic, Team USA is onward and upward. How cool is that? Got to send some love to Trey Turner for that Grand Slam. You're a baseball guy. I'm sure you saw that Grand Slam the other night. Well, the thing is, all these Major League Baseball guys getting injured before the season begins, I can see this Baseball Classic thing going a little sideways. I mean, if I'm an owner of a baseball team and I'm signing some guy to some $40 million contract, $50 million contract, you know, then that's per year. I, they're signing something saying the only baseball you're playing is at our spring training and then at our, uh, you know, during our season. I mean, uh, Diaz, yes, Diaz is getting paid now. I believe that's from the Mets. There's an insurance policy that the World Baseball Classic, or some classic, it's been around four years or five years, but there's some insurance policy from them so that, who's the owner of the Mets? Cohen. So Steve Cohen is going to get reimbursed this year for that salary. Yeah, but he doesn't want to get reimbursed. It's not about the money. He wants his closer back. Right. Well, I don't know if he was jumping around or whatnot, but it it looked pretty gruesome, to be honest. So there's your sports update, Arthur, and happy St. Joseph's Day. All right. Well, it's a great Monday night. I am uh, going down to Mulberry Street to Il Cortile to uh, have dinner with some some friends in the media. Um, then I'll go home and collapse. I got a Newsmax hit at 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, so I'll get to take Arthur to school and play with Ariana for a little bit. Then do, do my Newsmax hit. Then I got to go to the bank on some business stuff. Then I got to come here. And tomorrow afternoon, I'm interviewing a very special guest um, and a long format, which will air next week, next Monday and Tuesday. Um, I'm excited, but I have to study. It's like a real guest in my world anyway. Um, I could just tell you it's a Hall of Famer. I'm not going to tell you any more than that. Um, we'll be live again tomorrow night Time and Square Wednesday. Tuesday. We'll have Times Square Tuesday. we got to see what's going on in Times Square, except every I'm, I was there Thursday night until super late, and it was packed. Sam Bellino, I love you. Don't go changing. You're very beautiful. And uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.